0: Welcome to In Their Own Words, a podcast of the OCS Project in collaboration with the University of California of Irvine Humanities Center. I am your host, Angela LeBlanc-Ernest. In Their Own Words is designed to hold space for community and academic conversations about education. In this episode, Misha Lange Francois Hemsley, a UC Irvine senior, majoring in African American Studies and minoring in Criminology, discusses her educational experiences as a homeschooled student, the skills she gained during the summer program, her excitement about working on the OCS documentary film, and her goal to continue bridging multidisciplinary interests.
1: My name is michelange Francois Hemsley. I'm going to be a fourth year at UC Irvine in the fall where I major in African-American studies with a minor in Criminology Law and Society. I was born in Haiti, and I have grown up and lived for most of my life in Southern California. I grew up as a dancer, danced pre-professionally as a ballet dancer, and um, just have always been a lover of history and really discovered around the age of 13 the importance of African-American history in particular, which is what led me to Become an AFM major opposed to just a regular history major. And I've gone to take a lot of classes covering a lot of different topics in Black history. And I think the Black Power Movement and the Black Panther movement is just an era that I'm really fascinated with as a whole. So when I found the OCS project opportunity, which was, you know, really niche area within that time frame, I was really. Interested in it. So, how did you find out about the
0: OCS project opportunity?
1: I heard about it from a few people. I had, I believe, two professors send it to me. Um, I know you had mentioned to me in an email, and Professor Wu also was one of the people sent to me. I worked with Dr. Wu on a earlier photo project called. Photo Voice. That was also through the School of Humanities. I guess she had remembered that I was interested in the Black Panther Party. So she said, "Hey, I remember you saying you're interested in the BPP? Here's you know this opportunity." So yes, lots of through lots of emails basically, and people, which is something I'm so grateful for. Is just um, you know always keeping an ear and eye out for me.
0: Well, I'm so glad you decided to apply because it was really a pleasure this summer working with you. You said that you have an interest in the air. Of Black Panther Party history and it's niche to you. Tell me something surprising that you learned about the Oakland Community School through your archival work this past summer.
1: I think I learned so many things that were surprising, interesting. Um, I mean, I could use so many words to describe a lot of the things I learned over the summer. I think mainly because like a lot of the fellows, I came into the project with not a whole lot of knowledge about the OCS. I think, unfortunately, it's a part of the Black Panther history that's really not highlighted in the media enough and talked about enough just because, you know, narratives of other parts of the party's philosophy is what really gets pushed um, more than anything. So I I don't know. I mean, just learning about the curriculum and how there were no grades and everybody was placed based off of where they were at And just so many wonderful things of their philosophies and how they taught. I think I really enjoyed learning about how centered they were in the community, but between, you know, the performances, the outreaches. Yeah, through so many of the archival work, I saw a lot of documents and advertisements for a lot of community events. It was really cool to see a school so, you know, ingrained in the community involved in it.
0: So you mentioned some of the things that you did this summer, um, and we know it was so. We know it was filled with archival work, workshops, mentoring sessions, presentations, collaborations, all sorts of things. Can you spend a couple minutes reflecting on what those combined experiences meant to you?
1: Sure. I think as a combination of all of them, I just grew so much and learned so much in such a short amount of time. I think we all got the unique opportunity as fellows to gain skills in a lot of areas that you don't really typically see. And, you know, internships, a lot of internships involve, I don't know, writing emails, phone calls, maybe working on, you know, projects and workshops. But this was just so many unique experiences. I mean, I'd like a a lot of the fellows had never heard of Airtable or you know, data entry um, skills in this um, kind of framework in regards to documents and photos. I mean, I kind of always viewed data entry viewed it more associated with numbers and statistics, and also transcribing the oral histories is something that's like you know, that's not an opportunity you come by that often with internships and other programs at this age. I think it was really great to have all those experiences and now know what's out there. I feel like I now have so many more tools for if I, you know, wanted to do a project, right? What are some of the tools and ways I can make that happen? I think that's something I really learned from this is just all the different tools that are available to us young scholars and students as we, you know, bark on our own um, academic and passion projects.
0: I am so excited to hear you reflect on the, the experience in that way, because since this is the first year that we actually implemented this specific summer program, we had no clue how it would end up. Theoretically, you know, on paper when you propose new projects, you have all of these hopes and goals and ideals that you want to see happen. But to actually watch those things happening, to watch the team grasping that material, to watch you begin that collaborative learning experience was pretty amazing. And it went in so many different ways. And um, as a team, you were so efficient with processing the different material. And so I'm glad that you were able to see how those things fit together because when we were planning it, we were hoping against hope that that was going to happen, that everything was going to fall in place. Were there topics? So we had the workshops and the mentoring and the, the presentations and the team time. We had all of that. Were there any topics that we covered during the fellowship period Um or things you learned that made you think about your own K through 12 educational experience, especially those earliest years?
1: Yeah. So I guess just for the viewers, I was homeschooled for most of my life. And then in my junior year of high school, I went to charter school and I'm, you know, at UC Irvine, which is a um, large public university. We had a workshop on education and it was really awesome to hear during presentations all the fellows involved in the project, um, own educational experience, and then also just hear from educators themselves. Yeah, I definitely think there were some aspects, I guess, uh, that I learned about the OCS school that reminded me of my own, own educational experience in the sense that because I was homeschooled, I always had so much time to dance and pursue, you know, things that I wanted to. And I think even that's how I kind of got into a lot of black studies literature is because I wasn't spending so much time, you know, reading like The Great Gatsby and having to analyze it or, you know, take all these tests that I had more freedom and time to kind of explore my own interests.
0: Sure, that made a lot of sense. Um, It's just my, my being curious about how you process the material. And what was wonderful about what you shared was that it wasn't just the material, that sparked your moments of reflection, but it was conversations that you had with other people in the group or the opportunity to listen to other people's personal narratives, um, their own oral histories, so to speak. I mean, you each, over the the two presentations during workshop and then the final presentations, if you combine those three, just those three alone, you have given us a complete oral history as far as your educational background goes so you should you should think of it that way as well so now you've provided kind of a learning space or a learning tool for anyone who listens to you talk about your experience right that's the storytelling component of what we did this summer as well as the cur- the curating part of it based on the skill set you talked about gaining this summer. Can you imagine how any of what you learned would apply to your major now or currently what you're thinking about as a career? Um, How do you make sense of those experiences as you move forward?
1: Well, I think I'm definitely still processing the summer in so many ways, just because like you said, it was a lot to take in. I mean, and after we logged off of our Zoom call last week, it just felt so real. Yeah. So I major in African American studies, minor in CRIM, and the plan is to go to law school. I plan on taking a gap year to just pursue some other things. I'm hoping to teach dance and stay involved in the arts. I have a nonprofit that's an arts nonprofit. I also plan on doing photojournalism within the gap year or years. That was our kind of, um, something I had set in stone. But now I feel like coming out of this program, I really want, I see there's just so many different ways to approach things. And I think something for my gap year that I still had to narrow down was what type of internships or um, possibly paid jobs I would want to try to pursue. But I, I mean, I'm definitely interested in archival work and oral history a lot more. I mean, I think even, I was in Chicago recently, and I found myself applying a lot of what I learned during my trip, even though it was a vacation. I had the opportunity to engage with community members, and I had my camera with me, and I recorded some oral history, and you know, have interviews set up to hopefully write two articles. I think that's something, I guess, going back to the earlier question of what we learned in regards to education, that reminded of us, our K through 12 experience is the, you know, the world is a child's classroom, right? I feel like I'm constant, constantly learning now. And during my K through 12 education, that was something really prevalent. That I realized I wasn't really doing that. But when I heard and learned more about it during the project, I did realize, yeah, I did learn so much by reading what I wanted or talking to different people or going to museums and stuff like that. And I'm still doing that by spending time in these different communities and cities. So yeah, I definitely now just try to implement so much of what I learned and it kind of happens naturally. And like I said, I just feel like I have so much more in my toolbox now. Um, so I still plan on going to law school, but I definitely have a big interest in archival work now. And I want to go to as many libraries as I can and, you know, see how I can access their special collections and what they have available. And yeah, it's just, and I feel, you know, prepared and more equipped to be able to do those things. So yeah.
0: Oh, that's so wonderful to hear. I think that oral history ropes a lot of people in. It's just something about the lived experience as narrated through the eyes of the person who lived it, you know, because I think, especially when we're students, we're trained to critique and analyze and, and read deeply and, and interpret and unpack. And sometimes there's something about a conversation with someone who lived through a particular experience or a moment you want to know about, some, somehow a conversation with that person cuts through all of that. And what you realize is that you're dealing with a the person. They're not words on the page in the book or a picture in the book. It's a real person. And you get to interact with that. And so um, I love that about oral history. I really do. because. That's a feeling and experience that you 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 just miss if all you're doing is reading a quote in the book. There's so people have so many layers. And so it's during those conversations where you can probe and you can go into different directions. And we talked about this um in workshop, right? Where you where you guys were talking about the difference between listening to the oral transcripts and doing a transcription versus um, well, for the doc film team, you had the opportunity to watch video. It wasn't just the audio you were hearing. You were seeing the videotaped interview. And so you could see the emotions. You could, you could see the pauses in a way. And so that's an experience that you just don't get when you're just listening or you're reading a quote that I picked and decided represented this point that I wanted to make in this paragraph of my argument. It's just very different. Do you have any parting thoughts or um, would you recommend this program, um, this internship for anyone in the future? And then do you have any other thoughts?
1: I would 100% recommend it. I mean, all the leaders of the workshops that we had and the events that were put on by the Humanities Center, but were also kind of exclusive to the OCS Project Fellows. Those were all amazing. And I feel like this project made history so fun i know there's millions of people out there and students who really don't care for history that much but it's like this project is you know based on an experience that most people have which is going to school right and it's important that i say most because there's still you know people fighting out there for their to education but most of us have all gone to school even if we didn't finish high school or whatever level was so that's such a for most of us like very human experience right it's not like this is a project about the railroads being built you know during the industrial era or something it's I think everybody can connect to it from some to some sense and I think that's really something I realized during the project when we had all the fellows talk about their own educational experience. Um, they all were so different. We all ended up at UC Irvine or connected to this project in some way. And we all have different majors, right? Um, there was a great variety in that too, but we all felt connected to it for some reason or another. And we all got to hear why we felt connected to this project over the course of the summer too. So I would definitely tell people to apply, even if you're not in the School of Humanities or you know, you're know you more of a STEM person, like. It, put yourself out there. And I think a lot of people would enjoy it. One thing I'd like to touch on is just the documentary film project. I miss, you know, those meetings and it was a really great experience to work on the trailer for, um, you know, the OCS school documentary. And I think the time I spent looking at the photos and figuring out what would be potentially good to use in a trailer was just one of my favorite parts of the project. Just because I got to apply, I guess that's the other thing. Everybody comes into this project with different skills they think they have and different you know, insecurities and stuff. But to be able to, you know, as a photographer, take what I know about photography and just think from a viewer's perspective, somebody who loves documentaries, what would this photo look like or convey if I was watching a two minute trailer? What would it do for me compared to this photo and looking at lighting and just I there was hundreds of photos I clicked on and looked at and I enjoyed it all. And some of the photos were just stunning to look at, like so stunning. I just have such an appreciation for everyone who worked with the Black Panther Party. It wasn't easy with, you know, some of the work they did and some of the positions they put themselves in, but it's so appreciated. And it's the little moments too. Um, that's what I was telling somebody recently. I was trying to see if he had any photos to donate to some type of collection. I told him it doesn't have to be of a major event or anything, just I mean, those are some of the most most touching photos I came across was just teachers smiling or working with the students or pictures of, you know, during um, the free breakfast program. Some of those are some of the most beautiful and impactful. I really enjoyed my time working on the documentary team. It was just such a great experience to look through those photos. Like it was as a history lover and photographer, it was just a dream <laughs> come true as the pro- project was as a whole. But I would definitely encourage people to apply. And I think one takeaway from the project is I feel more at ease with my future, to be honest, as somebody who wants to become an attorney. And I think a lot of people kind of struggle seeing how I'm going to miss, mix my Attorney career with like all the other more, more creative interests I have, I'm just like I know I'm going to be able to make it happen because the skill sets I learned during this project I think just can apply to so many aspects of my life and um, I can implement them in passion projects and so many independent projects and maybe things of my own that I decide to start up. So. I feel like I have so much ease as I approach graduation of undergrad and approach gap years, which I know sometimes can be intimidating. I think, I don't know, things will fall into place and there'll be more opportunities. And I'm just so excited to continue to implement what I learned this summer.
0: Well, thank you for all of that. And thank you for spending some time with us today just to talk about your experience with the summer program. It was inaugural. It was filled with all the trial and error that goes along with first time things, but we created something special. And I think we experienced some very special moments. And I'm happy that I was able to provide a space where those things could happen. It's one of the most rewarding things about being able to run a research project. So thank you again. And I appreciate all you did this summer.
1: Yes, of course. And thank you so much for having me here today. And I mean, all you did um, on making this summer program happen for all of us. It's very so much appreciated for, like I said, us young people to have these experiences so early on in our careers. So thank you for making that possible for us.
0: Thanks for listening to In Their Own Words, the OCS Project podcast hosted by me, Angela LeBlanc-Ernest.